Uh, hello, welcome everybody to uh, our Calvary and Community podcast from Calvary Episcopal Church in Americus, Georgia. And this is our first podcast. We used to have a, a radio program called Calvary and Community that started in January of 2020. And our first person we interviewed was uh, Chief Mark Scott of the Americus Police Department. And we are here to interview Chief Scott again. And our, our purpose is to interview people in uh, Americus, in Sumter County, in Southwest Georgia, who are making a positive impact uh, on, on our community. And uh, I very intentionally wanted to start our new ministry with, with Chief Scott, as, as we did uh, almost two years ago. So welcome, Almost. Chief Scott. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for the opportunity. Um, first question, uh, could, could you give us an, an idea of the state of our community from a law enforcement perspective? Well, I'm going to say something very controversial. We live in a very safe community. Mm -hmm. uh, I say that I say that in public, I say that in private, and a lot of times people get very angry when they hear me say that because they, that's not what they want to hear. Their, their perception is that, you know, it, maybe their, their neighborhood is ridden with crime and, you know, just crime is out of control, crime is escalating here, and that's simply not true. Uh, Americus is a very safe community. Our crime rate uh, so far this year is the lowest it has ever been, I mean, since the 80s. Wow. Uh, came out with our annual report last year and our crime had hit a 35-year low. We put that out there and you know we got a lot of feedback oh that's impossible you're you're manipulating the numbers that's but we're not i mean it's just, it overall mm -hmm. crime in america is way down mm -hmm. property crime burglaries robberies all the major categories of crime are way down mm -hmm. uh it's and it's, it's a national trend for those types of crimes but uh, what we see in the media and what we see on social media is uh, the vi uh, focus on violent crime. Mm -hmm. And as we uh, mentioned a couple of months ago, we did have a, a big spike in violent crime here in Americas, all across the state of Georgia. Mm -hmm. uh, Atlanta has had a huge issue with gun crime and, and you know, just drive-by shootings and that kind of thing. And that, it's a national trend. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people are trying to do some different studies to try to figure out, you know, why. Mm -hmm. Why all of a sudden, in the midst of this huge reduction in overall crime, do we have this neighborhood spike, you know, of people driving by and shooting each other's houses up. Right. And we had a rash of that here in, in, in America. So, you know, we had five or six years ago, we would have one or two incidents like that in a whole year. Mm -hmm. And it was always, you know, somebody disrespected somebody at the club and then they got in this big brouhaha and they would ride by and sh shoot up their car. Mm -hmm. Started to escalate. You know, it, we had went from two to three to three or four and then five or six and then uh, last year we had 28 of those type right. incidents. And that's insane. That's, that's unheard of. Right. And that was in the midst of all the other crime going down. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we started looking at why, trying to figure out ways to to uh, intercede before it happens and identify the ones who are doing it, um, arrest and prosecute them to the fullest. So, you know, we tried a bunch of different strategies uh, and we had some success. We made some pretty, some pretty good arrests. Uh, we put quite a few people in jail. 
but we still weren't getting to the root of it. So uh, we came up with uh, the idea of trying to rally the community somehow. Mm -hmm. And uh, one day during my quiet time, Bible study time, I was just praying about it. You know, God, what can we do as a community? Uh, what can I do as the police chief to try to get focus on this issue and get people working with us beyond just putting people in jail, you know, to, to try to address this violence issue. And that's where we came up with the idea of the, the 30 days of prayer. We had identified four specific neighborhoods in town where most of our violence was happening. Well, literally all of the drive-bys were happening in these four particular neighborhoods. Um, just put them on a map, which we had already done for patrol purposes. But as I was looking at the map, you know, I was, got to thinking, you know, there are specific streets here that we should be praying for. Right. You know, not just me. Mm -hmm. Let's get everybody to do it. Right. So well, that's where that idea came from. Kind of put the call out and just the response was overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Right. As I've told you before, I've, I've lived in a number of different communities in southeast, a southeastern part of the country and also in the Midwest. And you hear, especially on, on, on TV, when something awful happens, an official will say, you know, keep this situation in your thoughts and prayers. But I've, I've never been in a community where an official actually organized and, and in a sense, sponsored uh, a time when, when people from all across the community can get together and just, just pray for our, our community. Uh, would, you, would you say that was a successful uh, event that that month-long prayer and also the the event that happened uh, in the plaza out, outside your building I will uh, and I'll tell you where where kind of the, the whole idea came from uh, I had a pastor when we lived in Thomasville at Gatlin Creek Baptist Church Reverend Harold Thomaston mm -hmm. and one of brother Harold's things was he could not stand for somebody to say I'll, I'll keep you in my thoughts and prayers yeah. He said, that, that is just, he said, to me, that's like slapping somebody in the face. Right. If you're going to pray for them, pray for them. Right. And do it right then. Right. You know, because what you're going to do is you're, you're going to make a promise to them before God, and then you're going to forget, and you're not going to do it. Right. So don't tell somebody you're going to pray for them. Mm -hmm. Just go ahead and, and do it. Mm -hmm. Pray for them right there. Mm -hmm. And then remember to pray for them. So, right. you know, when it, this idea hit me, it would have been easy just to kind of throw a, email out and say, hey, everybody just should pray for this. Right. But if I'm not willing to do it, then right. you know, I'm not going to ask somebody else to do it. So right. that's why we sat down. We took the time, uh, met with our, my pastor and the staff over at Central and talked it through and you know, came up with the, the daily prayer guide, identified specific streets, mm -hmm. and put that out there. And uh, the proof is in the pudding. We have not, since the last day of that effort, there has not been one drive-by shooting. Wow. Not one. Now, wow. we've had shots fired. We've had calls to, you know, miscellaneous shots fired in the mm -hmm. air. We've had people shot. Mm -hmm. We've had a murder since then. Mm -hmm. But the, the, just the anonymous drive-bys have stopped, which is kind of what we were specifically praying for. Right. So right. they could start back today. God willing, they won't. But, <laughs> right. uh, you know, right. I I firmly believe that's a God thing. Uh -huh. I don't think it's coincidence that this whole community prayed for something specific and God mm -hmm. granted it. Mm -hmm. you're, you're certainly right that uh, I'll keep you in my prayers is almost just kind of a, a social nicety. Uh, it's kind of like bless your heart. Yeah. Well, bless your heart. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah, and we all nice know what that words, can mean. but it don't it don't help me. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's just a social convention. It well, is. It can be. It can be. Yeah, yeah. And you know, as a, as a pastor, I, I sometimes even just people on on the street will say, "Well, will you pray for me?" And and I have to admit, sometimes I say, "Yes, I I will." And sometimes I do I do forget. Sometimes I I will pray as soon as I get in my car or or uh, when the opportunity presents itself. But, uh, it, it, you know, it can be a little awkward the first couple of times you do it. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I have, you know, what I try to do is somebody asks me to pray for them, I say, okay, yeah. bow your head. Yeah. <laughs> Let's <Yeah>. do it. <laughs> right, yeah. Seize, seize the moment. Seize the moment. Yeah. Um, I've, I've sometimes, too, and I'm, I'm sure you have, too, you know, sometimes I'll be in a store and the clerk just looks like they're having a, a bad day. I mean, they're just, things are not going right, and, and you can kind of tell. And, yeah. and I've said, uh, is there anything I can, I can pray for you about? And you just seem really uptight. And, and sometimes the person will say, no, no, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm just uptight or whatever. And sometimes the person will say, yeah, I'm, I'm facing this or I'm facing that, and I'd really appreciate your prayers. So seizing not you know not letting opportunities be lost yeah I think let's go is, ahead and give them a 30 second version right there yeah and then do the long version when you get in the car yeah <laughs> wonderful <laughs> wonderful